gentlemen, welcome back to the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Today we are going to be covering, or actually today we're going to be pairing movies with popular songs. So I'm joined, as always, from Gosstown, homie, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's going on there, Doug? Nothing. So I think this week you're going to walk us through exactly what it is we're going to be talking about today and uh, where the idea came from. Sure. First off, happy belated fourth. We're doing this right after the fourth of July here, so America. Uh, God, God bless it. Uh, anyway, so my uh, my buddy from college, actually Homer Johnson, uh, had gotten to me, gotten out to me, and said uh, he had an idea. Him and his girlfriend and his boss had uh, either listened to a podcast or had an idea for the podcast. And so basically, what it was was pairing popular songs as theme. His initial idea was pairing popular songs as theme theme songs for either TV shows or movies or something like that. And what we've adapted it to, we've picked six movies. So Phil and I each knew the six movies we'd collectively, collaboratively picked beforehand. And but on our own, in our own individual research, we we've picked out songs that either are are going to, to match the movie in some way, or for me personally, I always like just pictured the trailer, yes. like the trailer for a movie, and if the song could fit. So. And not quite a theme song, but like the trailer yes. song. Yes. All right. All right. So as usual, we we put very limited rules on our own research when we were doing this. So I'm glad you said that, dog, because a lot of these I am picturing the trailer as almost like this song is like a marketing tool for uh, for the for the movie. Um, right. All these movies that we chose, I think we can just say right off the. Do you want to list right off the top, or just kind yeah, of? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna we picked out a specific order. For, I mean, just. I mean, we have a specific order to go, but I do want to list them first. Yeah, so, so in order, we're going to cover uh, Rambo, Independence Day, The Wrestler, Rookie of the Year, Her, the movie Her, and, and finally Jurassic Park. And these movies, uh, what they all have in common when we were kind of doing our pre-research here is that they didn't really have a song that matched them. So if you think back, I mean, we always bring up the example of Titanic, My Heart Will Go On. Uh, there's like that Led Zeppelin P Diddy thing for one of the Godzillas. We've we've a lot of music obviously spills into our podcast with Dog with your background, um, but these ones just for whatever reason didn't have a song or a popular track that was that was attached to them. So that's that's going to be our task today. Right, and it's kind of like these movies were like there, but there's no reason there's no song attached to them. Like so, for instance, now we've got the list of Jurassic Park. Like it's a big blockbuster movie. Like with monsters, like that could have easily been something going on with that. Um, same with uh, like Independence Day. Like, right. It's like, you know, why, why didn't Will Smith make a song for Independence Day? Okay, all right. Yeah, you're getting to ahead of ourselves. Okay, okay, okay. All right, but it's to your point though, like big misses, and that's where the jerks come in to fill those voids with our, uh, with our expertise, our musical expertise. Dog and I, neither one of us know what our lists are, so this is. We could be sure. matching. I mean, I, I thought that there were some obvious picks for these, so we could be matching. We could not. Um, but, you know, it's, it's all going to be, you know, reactionary to each other's lists. Uh, just to keep things moving, we're going to put a four-minute um, increment on each one of these movies. So hopefully we won't go too much more than 35, 40 minutes on this one. Uh, don't hold us to that. As you know, we, both of us are very long-winded. So, um, Dog, anything else to add before we dive into our first uh, movie here? No, I think, uh, I think we're ready to go. go All right. For it. 
All right, man, so I'm gonna hit the clock here. You'll hear that old car horn in the back as usual. Um, and oh, I got it set on 20 minutes for right now, but all right, four. And yeah, let's start. Let's start with the movie Rambo. So why don't you leave us off? All right, so first, uh, Rambo First Blood. Rambo First Blood, right. So right. not to be mistaken with the other seven Rambos that are floating out there, so yeah. Right, exactly. But no, this is the first one uh, written by Sylvester Stallone. Uh, put out in 1982, uh, right off the bat, uh, yeah, or the, well, most people, we, we chose these movies, most people know the plots in this one, but uh, John Rambo, Sylvester Stallone, is a Vietnam vet who is basically hunted down by these like local cops, and they all just find him in the woods and uh, force him into guerrilla warfare somehow, but it's kind of, in the end, it's kind of a tragic movie because he has so much PTSD and it's just messed up in the war. Um, but it was, it was actually, it was, you know, it's, it's an action movie filled with Sylvester Stallone versus basically an army of cops. So. Yeah, and, and to, I want to note, too, that there's so much, these, Rambo and Rocky are always paired together for obvious reasons. 80s Stallone, you know, all these, he's just got a million of each one of these movies. There is so much music surrounding Rocky with, like, Eye of the Tiger and, you know, all his yeah. all his montages. And then when it comes to Rambo, there's really nothing. When I was researching... Well, I think that's kind of kind of a part of the movie. Like, it's there's subtle strings and stuff to build suspense, but he doesn't have many lines in the movie. He's quiet himself. So True. it's supposed to be a quiet movie until the explosions. But, but let's go ahead. What, what song did you pick for Rambo? Okay, so I'm glad you led into this, and I'm almost thinking you might have the same one, but... So uh, I'm going to choose a 1973 track from the Allman Brothers called Ramblin' Man. So, I mean, for obvious reasons, he's a rambling man. He's just a drifter right off the beginning, and he, and he continues to be throughout the entire movie. He's, there's times where the cops are just driving him to the other side of town just to get rid of him, and he keeps rambling, he keeps going. My, my idea, though, isn't necessarily the classic song. I wish that there was almost like an 80s punk band that did this, or maybe like an 80s rock band that did a remix of this. But this is like the early 80s, so it's well before... Remixes were even involved. You know, P. Diddy invented the remix. So he he hadn't come through yet, but I was picturing like kind of like a harder edge rambling man for this one. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I mean, if they did a remix or something, I, I personally, uh, yeah, I like the choice. I think mine is just perfect. I chose uh, Black Sabbath War Pigs. So this this if you play the song, which hopefully we will in post production here, uh, it's it starts out with a horn. Like the 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 lyrics are all about. So the lyrics are all about generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses. Like it's literally the the not only do the lyrics match like what uh, John Rambo is going through. It's you know, but it, in in its battle war, but also the. I feel like they could even put it in the movie like it's real quiet because it's just hi-hats, just standing It's like they could definitely use that for like uh, you know, some yeah. Generals gathered in their masses Just like witches at black masses Evil minds that plot destruction 
gets construction In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning Death and hatred to mankind Poisoning their brainwashed minds Oh, larger! Shredding on the guitar like the chaotic solos could be like when he's like in the heavy fire fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's a perfect match. Hey man, that, I, that's pretty good. I'm not as familiar with that song, but I think I mean Black Sabbath obviously around that time and hard rock Rambo explosions. It fits. I'm gonna have to listen to that song after. But so that was so Rambo was 80, 82, War Pigs was not released in seventy. Um, uh, but I, I thought like 79 was Apocalypse Now and Apocalypse Now had such that big soundtrack along with it with the explosions that I thought that War Pig song would have been like, uh, like it could have been like an Apocalypse Now to match Rambo or like a, a that style of take like the music was in, integral I hear you so you had an honorable mention there. Okay, so I gotta I gotta write these down so we can do this all at the end but so you had you had what was it Black Sabbath Black Sabbath, War Pigs. Okay. And, uh, that just yeah, that just, just sounds like a badass song. I think lyric, lyrically and just in the minor key, and just honestly, again, the silence into the, the hi-hat, into the explosions of the guitars. Yeah. They're just like, they, they match the movie really well. Nice. This was so, by the way, we didn't say this off the top, but this, I mean, we always say we have fun with these because we do, but this one really was... I don't yeah. know. I, I had a good time just kind of listening to some of this music and, you know. You had to think outside the box, definitely. I, I was looking at a lot of top Billboard 100s of the years that they came out because mm -hmm. uh, there's no limit to what year. So we could a song released today could could be on any of these movies. Right. Um, we we prefaced that we prefaced that like it didn't necessarily had to be like a timepiece. Like we I think we used the the example uh, like Gone with the Wind could have used like a Britney Spears song or something today. Like it, there's, there's no, there's no rules really on this thing. Okay. So moving along next, next movie we had was Independence Day, 1996 blockbuster, Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, what do you, what do you got homie? I mean, uh, so I really, first off the bat, I wish Will Smith did a song for this. I, I don't, I don't know why he, I don't know how he didn't. I don't know how it didn't happen. It doesn't really make any sense because it's just obviously he's the Fresh Prince, you know, in the time, like, 96. He's in his rap prime, arguably, or just right before. Yeah, this was right uh, before Big Willie style when they filmed this. So, honestly, or I, I, and it made me, I'm just thinking about it, it's like, I was joking around that. I wish someone would just do a parody of just like, ha welcome to Earth. Like, <laughs> you know, just like, so have welcome to Miami and, like, welcome to mix them together and just like I don't know right when, like, when you when you suggested this one I thought like how wait there has to be some sort of Will catchy Will Smith tune that goes along with this that we're not thinking of there's not though it's just like a serious like almost like I don't know who the director was but it's like Michael Bay style uh, score where it's just like horns and strings and you know big big a big normal score um, so what it, it, did you go first last time? Yeah, uh, you went first last. Uh, no, I did go first last time. So why don't you take this? So, one? I, as much as I wish I could do a parody, 
Um, I'm actually going to choose uh, uh, the Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. <laughs> oh, nice. For this one, I like yours. I struggled a little bit with this one, but I like yours. So my reasoning behind this, A, I, I totally agree. He's done Men in Black, Wild West. I think he just did some tracks for Aladdin. Like, just the two of us, I think, him and Jaden did something. Anyway, he's just always... Not including just the two of us as a comic one, just him and Goldblum in the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, Austin yeah. Powers took care of that, like, a couple... in, in uh, With him and Mini-Me. Yeah, I think that was gold member, I believe. Um, so I, with my struggle, I just said, what's the most logical thing? We've got the blockbuster movie of the summer. Let's throw the song of the year. Actually, this was number two on the Billboard charts for the year with it. And I can picture this scrolling through after at the end when they're all looking up at the mothership coming down and then goes into the final credits. And I went one sweet day with Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Nice. Only nice. because it's the two most popular things coming together. They're selling each other, them selling themselves. I could just see it as one of those, you know, Titanic, you know, Celine Dion things. Which one's more famous? Which one's more popular? And at the end, when they have, they've all got their girls and looking up at the sky, it's you know, I could just picture that song. <laughs> Finish your point. Anyways, Mariah and Whitney, that, that type 
of big uh, David Foster produced uh, music is uh, it's just big. It's big. It's uh, theatrical. Yeah. Strings, horns. Uh, her huge voice with tons of reverb. Like that's you know very very cinematic or very theatrical at least. Yeah. Uh, I I agree. So I mean, is it, anyone can just hear that my dog in the background. All right, you can't see, but Phil's got a little puppy. He's got two puppies running around biting oh, his ankles. Man, I, I tried to line this up with nap time, but failed miserably. So you're going to hear a few barks, but dogs are nothing new to this podcast. All right, so um, we got the next movie. We're going to move on. We have what? We, what do we say? Next one was the wrestler. Move on to the yeah, wrestler. The wrestler is with. Uh, Mickey Rourke. It's a 2008 movie. Mar- Marissa uh, Tomei. Yep. Mar- Mickey, yeah, Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei. It's about uh, a washed-up wrestler, uh, Randy the Ram, uh, and he, you know, it's it's a really it's an artsy film actually. Although it's about a wrestler who's you know doing small shows. He was popular, you know, WWF or WWE status yeah. as a young man, but has basically he's living in a trailer park. He's estranged from his family. Uh, he's got all these health problems. Yeah, I picture him as like a mixture of like Diamond Dallas Page and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes, yes, that's a, a Randy Macho Man Savage. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. Not as, maybe not as crazy as Randy, um, but uh, Randy Macho Man Savage, not Randy the Ram. Anyways, <laughs> so he, uh, so <clears throat> anyways, it's a really, it's, it's actually a dark movie, although most of the songs that are in the movie are like 80s hair metal. metal Naturally, naturally, like just like you know, just like eighties, like they're like man, what? like he's really holding on to the past. So, so what do you got? So I thought this was like I thought one of my best choices, uh, "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. Oh, that is really good. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole The old familiar sting Try to kill it That's really good. Initially, Hurt is written by Nine Inch Nails, released in 95, and Johnny Cash, right before he died, released an album um, in 2002, and it had this rendition of Hurt, and it is one of the most, if you listen to it, you hear the age in Johnny Cash's voice there, actually, their lives are extremely parallel, both in that uh, Johnny Cash stuck with the music business, rejected his family, had problems with addiction, uh, you know, in, in the wrestler that he's doing coke, He's, you know, struggling with drugs, and and honestly, just just it's at the end of his at the end of his career, he he comes out with hurt, and in the end of the the, the song, it's it's about him trying to find a way through the pain, and he's holding on to music, and that's exactly what's happening. The rest, yeah, he's holding on to the and literally goes out in the final scene and chooses his heart's gonna explode if he wrestles and chooses to wrestle instead because he's so alone. It's just like. This uh, it it I, when I thought of this I was like wow I can't believe I had to look up make sure it wasn't attached to the movie it's it's, not. it's so perfect dog like I almost don't even want to tell you mine you, like you know how a psalm or whatever like those wine pairs pairs of the, the best wine with like the finest steak 
I think you just did it. Like for all the parallels between Johnny Cash at the end of his career, all that stuff, the the fact that the word is hurt, the guys literally hurt the entire movie. I think, dude, you nailed that one. That was really good. I will, I will keep myself. I'll find a way. He's just struggling to find a way. He's still in the wrestler. He's reaching out to his daughter. He's really, he's really at the, you know, he, he's at the end of his ropes without pun intended. Uh, get it, wrestling ropes. Oh, we get it, we get it. Moving uh, along. Uh, <laughs> and anyways, it's just when you hear it. Uh, 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 what's his name? Mickey Rourke, who's actually an action mm-hmm. actor, usually taken seriously. He portrays this role in, in such a, a heart wrenching way, and you see the age on his face, like you can hear it in Johnny Cash's voice. Really, and, really good choice. Only because we got thirty seconds, I'm just going to interrupt sorry, you. No, sorry, just I'm with mine, but it, mine's a footnote anyway. So, but I, with this one, I was picturing more of the trailer they're selling it as kind of like a harder rock. I'm picturing power bombs. I, I went with Rage Against the Machine, calm like a bomb. Complete polar opposite. But I'm picturing, like I said, off the top ropes, him, his face bleeding. Him in the in the strip clubs, him doing the drugs, him you know just kind of dazed look on his face, and like a lot of wrestling action to sell. This is more of like an act, action trailer, even though like you said, it's more of a darker, deeper film than that. It, it's not about like the pounding ground. It's about the the fallout which has come from the pounding ground. Now that he's kind of a washed up, uh, uh, you know. Absolutely. And most of I looked up the soundtrack, and most of it is like power rock, like you know, having fun, just like you know, could be a wrestler's intro. But I, I personally, I, that movie. So the way it was shot. Sorry, we're going a little bit over. Uh, the way it was shot, it's the camera's right behind him, and you hear his breath the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and another parallel with Johnny Cash, just the you just hear and can feel. In both in both pieces of art, you can just the the weather and uh, yeah and the, yeah I, nature. I, I think it's going to be tough to match a movie as well as that one was just matched, but, uh, right, but we'll, give we'll, right. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a try. Yeah, we'll give it a try with uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, is Putt seen, has Putt seen this movie? Or is this the one he hadn't seen, or is it Sandlot? No, he hasn't seen Sandlot, but I'm not going to even assume he's seen any baseball movie ever again. So. Okay, quick 20-second synopsis. Kid breaks his arm. Kid, kind of a pipsqueak kid breaks his arm. It heals way too good, and then all of a sudden he can throw 100 miles an hour and go straight to the pigs. That, yeah. that, that pretty much sums it up. Henry Rowan Gardner Henry, is a legend. Yep, Henry Rowan Gardner. And okay, going back to this one, there was some, this one actually was one of the few ones that actually had a soundtrack, but no real song that's really tied. It was more like the... The, the believable theme music that went along with this. Yeah, exactly. It's like kind of hokey theme music. Yeah. Uh, so it's 1993 when this came out. 1993. Uh, so there's uh, the couple songs that were in the movie. Second time around, um, uh, when the when Chet and the mom are kind of, you know, romancing. Um, then Get Up is, is a song. I can't remember who sings it, but it's in the... It's the one for the Pepsi commercial. Yep, and then that's the last one I had, the Ray Charles, You've Got the Right One Baby for the, yeah. for the Pepsi so, commercial. We chose... We, cho- right, we, were, we were between this and Sandlot because baseball movies have like a certain 
like a kitschiness or like a certain like camaraderie and the music sometimes music can catch that like sweet Carolina yeah. or something like and, that. and for the first like five minutes when I was doing my research I was actually researching Sandlot so I had to scratch up what I I'll tell you later what I got but for Sam, for Sandlot for this one um, I went with John Fogarty put me in coach Stedman in this movie because both of them one of them is going through like he's kind of like a doe-eyed kid who just you know yeah put me in coach and the other one is at the end of his end of his career saying coach just give me one more inning put me in you know so I thought it, it kind of played on both of those guys I know I can see you laughing at me over there dog but <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's just I mean, a great baseball I mean, movie been fine because hokiness was fine in the early 90s they sold baseball as hokey have you ever been, you've been to Cooperstown. The whole thing is hokey. That's just like it were to it were to be if you chose like Sweet Caroline for the for like a fever pitch or something. Okay. So what, I mean, it's not that bad. I, no, I, I I support your pick. It's good. And just as a baseball player, I heard it at every single like literally. You know what I mean? Like it's just uh, it was brutal. But all right, so <laughs> I pictured the trailer on this one. All right. And I I, I initially went with one, and then I came across with. Don't, can't touch this, MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? Dude, you are, you are. No pun intended, you are knocking this freaking podcast out of the park. Yeah, because he's got hot stuff. Because he's got... All right, all right. But you remember how hot MC Hammer was? How cool he was? Yeah. Like, so MC Hammer was what? Like, 88, 89, Yeah, 90. I think 1990, yeah. 1990, so it was right before that. And, like, even as kids, like, you know, he's like a, a hip-hop artist or whatever. Like, we still thought he was cool. Uh, Phil's had a, a, a MC Hammer... Reading his, his hip uh, poster on the side of his dresser since we were kids. Uh, but anyways, I thought like for the trailer, can't touch this. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then just like, of course, like a montage of like, him throwing heaters, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I like I it, Doug. I, I love it, man. I, I'm getting flashbacks from. Uh... Oh shit! That's the that's the timer. I'm getting flashbacks from our SNL podcast because. I'm like I thought I'm loving my picks and then listening to yours. I think I like it even more. Yours and I, I, I thought these out pretty good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So what's the next one? Okay, so the next movie is her. All right, let me start the the clock. Never mind. Novi's playing with some noisy toy in the background so for you. Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson plays an artificial intelligence computer. Yeah. Long story short, they they fall in love. It's that she's the first AI. Yeah. They somehow fall in love by 
and her being around all the time, and it's accepted in society. And if you haven't seen the movie, it's AI. It's not like it's a robot. It is a. Um, it's a. a it's his phone. It, yeah, it's his phone. So it's, she doesn't exist. It's just. It's a. It's a sentient computer essentially that does, but it's assigned to him for like his work, anyways. But the whole movie is about him being sad, lonely in the city. He's lost love. He's, uh, you know, the, he's in L.A. in the future, which is, like, really smoggy. And they did, I thought they did a great job, like, um, painting the future kind of as bleak. Yeah. In, uh, in the, just the way people dress, the way that society was, but also just how dirty, or not how dirty, but, like, how smoggy and how, I don't know, just detached. No, I, I, I totally get you. It was a believable, it was a believable futuristic movie that, and, like, for... You know, for someone who I think at the time that this came out, like the first dating apps were coming out, and I think people were just getting ahead of themselves with that. And like, this is kind of an evolution of these dating apps. Like, you're because when you go on these dating apps, you're essentially dating your if you have like a long distance digital relationship, it's essentially that's the same thing, you know, because you're never physically with the person, they just don't have a face. It was relatable for a lot of people, but um, I think the general tone of the movie was like macabre. And just kind of like, uh, just kind of bleak. So anyways, what, what, what did you choose for a song? Uh, so my song for this one was a Smashing Pumpkins song called... Oh, nice. I, I, thought about, I thought about Billy Corrigan the whole time. Go ahead. Me too. For, why is that? Because I, I, I just had it in my mind that this would be a good Smashing Pumpkins song. So I went with Smashing Pumpkins Disarm. Um, so for, it was between this and, which Disarm sounds like it's like a rock song, it's not for anyone who hasn't heard it, it's a really kind of romantic, slow song, uh, by the Smashing Pumpkins, um, and a, a couple of the lyrics in there, it says, what I choose is my voice, and then another, um, uh, lyric is, a killer, the killer in me is the killer of you, and I thought that was kind of relevant, because that's ultimately the end of their relationship, like, they're just too different beings that just it just not work it just can't work out because she's she's off has the capacity of having like 2,000 relationships at the same time and he's just stuck on this one and I don't know so that I just love the song I could see it it's kind of like a romantic drama so I could kind of see that song going to mind with that my brain definitely went to Smashing Pumpkins I mean the name of the album you're you're thinking of Melancholy Moon and Infinite Sadness. Is well, like, you know, Disarm wasn't on that. I can't remember which. No, it wasn't. I think Disarm was on. Uh, oh, geez. I guess it doesn't matter. Siamese something. Siamese Dreams. Yeah. Um, Anyways, anyway. what, we got a minute left here. What do you get for yours? Mine, I, I instantly thought of Radiohead. Um, Radiohead's got like such drifty, like also introspective lyrics. I mean, lyrics are also a song, so. My choice, it, um, if you listen and you pair up it and, and trust me, with, uh, just trust me, listen to the song Glass Eyes and pair it with that movie. Hey, hey, it's me, I just got off the train. Friday night, smelling on concrete. Anyways, uh, really like sad piano, which she, uh, the AI, creates piano throughout the thing uh, to symbolize their relationship. Anyways, but what I'm choosing is the album or like uh, the song The Bands.
it's not glass eyes. Okay. No, it's because people. I wanted to do more relative, relevant, or something more accessible. So I chose the band. Maybe's got the bands. Well, but like the, again, with that whole album, it could have been big plastic trees. It could have been bones. But anyways, just that radio hit rock. Okay. Glass eyes. Glass eyes. Listen to it put it in the movie, but my choice is the bands. Okay. I was thinking Glass Eyes was a good title track because she's essentially behind it, the glass of his phone. Like, yeah. Dude, listen to that song. It cares. So All right. It's off their album Moonshake Pool, which was not that highly. Like, going by your choices so far, I'm going to trust that it's the perfect choice. So. All right. What do we got next? Uh, so our last one here is... Final one. Oh yeah, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. So this is a great one because basically inspired by Godzilla, which was you know they had multiple. They had Godzilla had multiple songs that were synonymous with the heroes with the wallflowers. You know uh, the P Diddy Cashmere. So anyways, you know but it came it came out before Godzilla. It came out. Godzilla was like ninety eight, ninety eight, and this was ninety three. Yeah, and. Anyways, but it was a huge blockbuster. You'd think it would come out, you know, if it, it maybe came out five years later, it might have had some. Um, and just to, just a correction, it came it came out before the modern Godzilla, the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, not correct, not the yes. not well, the original right, Japanese yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So this, I had a tough time pairing this one with the music because in my mind, it just John Williams does the score. We all know the, we know like the, the background, da, na, 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 na. like the, that, that always rings in my head anytime I think of Jurassic Park. So this one actually had some musical background for me. So I thought about coming to this just saying, F it, you know, you can't, you can't match or you can't tramp on uh, John Williams, but I won't do that to you. Uh, I'm choosing Metallica Seek and Destroy for this one. And again, I've got, I've, so this is like, I've got the I've got the trailer in mind, and I'm just picturing dinosaurs, people running, obviously raptors seeking and destroying. Like, it's I mean, it's an it's kind of an obvious choice, and one that I just went with kind of at the last minute because I couldn't I just say. Went that route. I love you went that route because Matt and I, my roommate Matt, we always are talking about this stuff and getting prepped, and I chose. Well, my initial thought was Welcome to the Jungle. By uh, 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 Guns N' Roses. Roses, yeah. But that's like so in the same vein of what you're saying, um, the what what you chose, uh, Metallica. Uh, it's like the new Jumanji's. It's kind of like that. That that's more of like the feeling that you're getting from the songs that we're presenting. Right. So I changed it, and I changed it to Phil Collins coming in the air tonight.
night, hold up. And like there's like gold balloons like with a serious look, like like they all of like their their faces. And then all of a sudden they put the camera onto the the water that's shaking from the T-Rex. It's like doo 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 doo. -do. Okay, all right, I, I'm following you. I'm following you. And then, and then it's uh, it's all the action scenes. And this is just the trailer, you know. So I, I didn't really, yeah. Well, as soon as you said that, I mean, that the drum thing is like the biggest, like transition, you know. It, right, it, but, so, but that's one of the biggest selling parts of Jurassic Park was the the water being shook by the footsteps of the T Rex. Okay. And uh, to align that with a drum line, I thought would be cool. But also coming in the air tonight, like the whole Jurassic Park is mostly takes place at night. And, and like, uh, anyways. Gotcha. I, no, I think it's, it's I think it's good. Welcome to the. Night. Welcome to the Jungle would have been, bo both are pretty solid, solid options. And this is another one which I just, like we said at the top of the podcast, like I just couldn't believe that there was no, so there wasn't even a soundtrack. It was just, there was the score. I think that's what, that, that's what it was. They must have spent all their music money on John Williams, who had already, you know, was already established. I think, I think movies go for like that, like, um, uh, like Lord of the Rings. There's, there's no true. But something like, that big of a blockbuster, smack dab middle in the '90s, like I, you would have thought that, like, okay, formula. Some we got to get some hot hit to sell this song because they were selling it everywhere else. The right, Jurassic yeah, Park. absolutely. No, they, they, same with Independence Day. These are ones we thought should have songs, uh, you know, aligned with them. Um, but uh, one more thing about Jurassic. No, I, I, I guess that's all I got. All right, yeah, that, that was the buzzer anyways. One, one quick fun fact. All right. Jurassic Park, at, at one point in the movie theaters in 1994, Jurassic Park was in the theaters along with Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, and Forrest Gump, all at the same time. Okay. Wait, Forrest Gump was 93? 4, 94. Oh, okay, so it just stayed in theaters longer. But at one time in the movie theaters, you could have gone to see... Jurassic Park, Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, or Pulp Fiction and, at one time. And, and back then, you'd only have to buy one movie ticket and just sneak from, from yeah, just sneak into the theater to theater. theater. So, what a day. Anyways, I, I thought that was a fun little side note there. But now, Jurassic Park was like, that was the, the blockbuster time not to have it paired up with something. I don't know. Yeah, well, we, we did the job. We got it done just then and there. So if we could go back in time and get in that room with a bunch of suits, we could have sold them on, on either one of these. All right, so quick quick rundown of, of the movies and songs that we went with. Rambo was our first one. Tim went with Black Sabbath, War Pigs. I went with Ramblin' Man. Independence Day, Foo Fighters, There Goes My Hero was The Dogs. One Sweet Day, Boys to Men, Mariah Carey was Independence Day for me. The Wrestler which I think was the, the best pick that you've had in this whole podcast. Johnny Cash, Hurt, for Tim. Yeah. For me, it was Rage Against the Machine, Calm Like a Bomb. Like it, but tough act to follow with that Johnny Cash one. Rookie of the Year, MC Hammer, Can't Touch This, from the Dock. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty happy with that one. I had a pair of Hammer pants back, back in the way. I, I'm, uh, MC Hammer was huge, man. Definitely. Uh, and then mine uh, for that was um, John Fogarty put me in coach. A little bit more kitschy, but yeah, if, I think it falls in line a little bit better. But especially for '93. Um, her dog had Radiohead, The Benz, and I had Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Disarm, and then Jurassic Park. I went with Metallica, Seek and Destroy, and the dog had uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight. So pretty solid. I can't wait. Like. 
much like we did with the so- soundtracks one, I'm going to definitely go back and listen to a bunch of these ones that you came up with. Like, and I'm going to have fun. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. All right. So as, as good as, uh, hurt is with, uh, the wrestler, I think glass eyes again with the Radiohead song with her is, uh, is a pretty darn good match. Well, um, you went with the bent. You went with the bends. I know, but I mentioned glass eyes. I'm telling you, I, I wanted to go with the bends because it was more accessible. People know it. And it's, that's the trailer song. But actually, put glass eyes in the movie when he's walking around the city. I'm telling. Okay. I'm all right. Man. All right. Anyways, anyways, this was a lot of fun, guys. This all spawned from Homer reaching out, saying, "Hey, I got a great idea." The one before this, Dylan had a great idea. We love the Instagram. We're keeping our podcast shorter so you guys can listen quicker, more, more. Yeah, this is you know quicker content. And uh, but keep reaching out, keep giving us ideas, and we're definitely gonna run with them and put. Either put our own spin or involve you somehow, but uh, but uh, we we appreciate you guys again continuing to contribute. Definitely, so. and uh, the definitely uh, thanks for sticking with uh, all the dog noise in the background. I mean, I guess that's just part of our brand at this point with with the three dogs that yeah. we're all looking well, after. We initially so. were three dogs in a movie podcast. Now we're the jerks in the fourth row. So it I, makes sense, but it's these guys are a handful here. But I got I got to go chasing yeah. after them right now. So. This was, this is a great time and keep those, all the social media stuff and all those ideas coming. Cause you know, Absolutely. you know, maintain focus on staying safe with COVID and also maintain focus on the black lives matter movement. These are really important times in our life, in our, in our, in our society. And this is all fun, but I, I feel the need to mention it every yeah. single time. Amen. Dog. Uh, all right, man. So anyway, love you. Love you. Dog. Love you, homie. Peace. Can't touch this. Look, man, can't touch this. You better get a hype, boy, because you know you can't. You can't touch this. Ring the bell. School's back in. Break it down. Uh.